want to welcome you to the Awakening Moments podcast today. And I'm here with Rhonda. And it's funny because Rhonda and I, uh, most of you already know this, we absolutely love the sun. Like we love, love the summer, love, love, love. we love the heat, we love to sit out in the sun, we love to be around a pool. Like, I mean, we just love this. But the funny thing is that where we podcast, we podcast in my office at work, the sun beats into both of our offices <laughs> in like an incredibly intense way. And so we're here in the podcast and we actually feel like we're on a beach like in Mexico yeah. right now, baking in like the 40 degrees. In sun. our full clothes. Clothes. with broken blinds that we cannot bring we can we have broken blinds we can't, so. we can't shut them so the sun's just beating on both of us and um yeah but this is how much we love you well listen we might have had to take a break <laughs> and open the door for a minute and breathe because and we both had water. sweat like and i don't even know why i'm drinking a hot coffee right now that's so crazy <laughs> Oh gosh. But this is how much we love you. We, so we're yeah, just we baking do. in the sun. Um well it's actually not that much of a soccer We love being hot anyway. Yeah, it's true. So. Better than cold. But this time of this time of our life too, like the heat is yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes we're hot when we don't want to be hot, if you know it's what true. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like incredibly so. I get you, Laura. Like, can't get cold. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Well, anyways, I want I wanted to talk about something today that I think is a really, really like almost like an over talked about subject like mm. you hear it all over the place self-help like all these different like about gratitude you, you even can buy pillows give thanks you know be thankful have a thankful heart like you get like it's everywhere like this messaging of like the importance of gratitude and I agree with the messaging it is a super super important practice but I feel like we've almost like as a society made it a little bit superficial almost mm. I don't know I don't know. And again, I guess I can't like judge that for every single person who tries to have a gratitude practice and all of that. But I want to kind of talk about it because, you know, over the course of the last few months, I feel like not even not even so much intentionally. It wasn't like I had set out to start a gratitude practice in my life, but I really wanted to anchor my every single day in just recognizing the gifts that were already present in the simple things. And so, but it has actually really helped to shift my mindset and sort of anchor me into what is as opposed to what isn't. Mm. Because I think that humanly, we just, in our nature, we look for everything that is not as though it should be. And those things become really big in our mind circumstantially you know a relationship that is in this needs to happen and this conversation needs to happen and I need to pay this bill and I need to make more money and I need to start us you know I like like all of these things all of this like the space of what is not yet where we want it to be or need it to be becomes such a focus in our time it's an energy sucker. I mean, I don't know how many times in my relationship with Jay, I can get focused on what he's not doing. And when I'm focused on what he's not doing, I can't even see what he is doing. Mm. And there's so many more things that he is doing. But as soon as my mindset starts to focus on what he's not doing, I mean, we can do this in our relationship with our friends. We can do this as bosses sometimes, you know, when a, when a, we have an underperforming staff and really now all we can see is, oh, they're not showing up again. Oh, they're late again. Oh, they missed this deadline. Like it's a focus on, but this is 
a really, really huge issue. And it is such a robber. And so I just want to talk today about the importance of anchoring into something much deeper. And like, again, for some of you, if you have a gratitude practice and it is like, I know there's like gratitude journals and like you write thing, three things down every day that you're thankful for and all of that. And that might work and that might be good. But I just really, I want you to start to just think about it just a little bit deeper into like an anchoring identity as opposed to just a habit of like, I'm just going to put three things down today that I'm thankful for. Like, do you know, do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean by that? Mm -hmm. Like, let's just try to like mine and dig a little bit deeper and see if we can uncover something today that can actually help us in every aspect of our life to see what we have as opposed to what we don't have. And so again, in the morning when I, um, I've been going for walks early in the morning. Well, I remember we were talking about the 75 hard challenge. And so every day as part of my 75 hard challenge, I go for walks early in the morning and, um, Like, it's just been such an amazing, amazing time to be by myself. But I start every single day in just thanking God that I have breath, like thanking God that, you know, uh, and whether no matter what the weather is, if it's raining, if there's clouds in the sky, if there's sun is out, like it doesn't, the weather is, I'm not, I'm thankful for whatever it is. I'm thankful that I that there are paved roads that I can walk on. I'm thankful that in my neighborhood, there's paved sidewalks that I can go for, for walks. Like it's, it's so beautiful the way that it's set up. I'm, I'm thankful for, you know, the wildflowers that are, that are overgrown in the field as I'm walking. Like it's not about, you know, major things like, oh, I have all these things. And I, it's literally just the earth that God created for my enjoyment. Like he literally put those things there for my joy and my pleasure. Like that's how much he loves me. I thank God for his love for me. I thank God that he's with me that day. I I literally try to go to the most basic of existence and just recognize the gifts Mm. that are present in that exact moment. And it is so anchoring and so centering and and it just begins everything in my mindset to see all of those things all throughout my day to see all the gifts that are present in my day and it's such a beautiful and such a beautiful powerful practice I love that Lauren I think it's I think that's the thing we can have a mindset I think that's really important I think you talked about there's deeper ways to go with the mindset and then there's the things that we do there is a mindset shift that has to happen that God, that's intentional. First, it's a spirit shift. We need a, we need God to just show us how, it's not just like what I have, it's what you've, you, like what you've done, all the grace, there's that whole spiritual space that we have to live from. Because if we're not living from that, those things are great, but there's, it, you have that, that deep anchored place of what God has done for you. And from that, I think spirit, soul, mind, and body, they begin to unfold. And it's like anything, you can't contain it. It's a beautiful thing. I always say that sin you can't contain, nor can you contain gr- joy and gratitude. It's not something that it just stays in a little compartment. If you're thankful and have joy, and c- it seeps out into everything, into your relationships, even into situations that are not pleasant. You're able to say, okay, God, give us, give me the eyes to see. I'm going to also walk this out real 
and authentic, but I've got to be able to turn this in a redemptive way because that's part of how God's created. That's why we're different. We're different in this world. It's not just getting on there. And I, I feel like that sometimes, even when I look at Instagram or look at social media, sometimes I look at feeds and I think it looks like everybody else just complaining or saying, this is hard, this is hard, this is hard, this is hard. Okay, it's great. I think it's important to be honest. But then what? What do you do with that? You had a hard day, but, but, but God, you had this, but what's a redemptive lens. So I think it's both and working. So I love how you talked about that. There's an intentional practice that you have because I do believe we have to set things up intentionally in our lives. And I think I'm speaking to the choir and this is me not mastering this at all. I'm speaking to myself. If there's not a plan in place and it's not intentional, it probably won't happen. It's not always just going to be organic or cause I feel it. And I love that even as a staff recently, you and, and Jay challenged us to do a daily office, like actually put together, what is a daily practice, a weekly practice, a monthly practice, and even think of a yearly practice. Simplify, like pick one or two things. Don't go crazy. But what is part of what you want to incorporate? And for me, it's funny we're talking about this today. It was joy and gratitude. How do I intentionally allow the Lord to do a deeper spiritual work in those areas by whether it's word study, scriptures, having a mindset, a journal, but what do I do physically to actually invite that, not just on the inside, but on the out, and let it just kind of become a part of my being. And so I love you talk about walking. For me, it definitely is um, specific prayers I'm using right now, Thanksgiving versus like, God, I'm so thankful for this. I'm so thankful for that. Actual prayers that are, have been recorded in prayer books for years that are very deep, very meaningful, thanking God for the spiritual gifts of what he's given me. And then a prayer journal at night for me to write. Like these are some of the things I really can see that you've done for me. And I want to say thank you. Thank you. Now I wake up every morning. The first thing I do, I, I no joke, five, the first five minutes of my day, I'm not like jumping out of bed. I try to lay really still to be like totally calm and to breathe and just thank God for his presence. Thank God that he's with me. Thank God that whatever happened yesterday, I can lay down. I don't have to carry in today. Thank you that here you have everything that I need. Literally just meditating on God's goodness with me and thanking him. Then obviously as the day goes, lots of requests come up, but, but just that worshiping and thanking him for who he is. And then the end of the day, the same thing. And then midday, I have that practice of like reading a prayer. That's very much an intentional prayer. And it's not from my head. It's literally read that I meditate upon. And I say, God, take me a little bit deeper in my gratitude. And um, I think that these are intentional things. I love your walk. I love all of those things that we're doing. We're doing to say, it's not enough to just let it happen as it happens but to intentionally build it into a practice. Yeah, yeah. And I think part of it is like, it's very scriptural, right? Like, I mean, the Psalms are full of just instructions for us. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Like this is the rootedness of gratitude is not just to be thankful for the things we have, mm. but actually to anchor ourselves in what it looks like to praise the one who has allowed literally everything that is before you. I mean, I mean, from the very next breath that you're about to breathe, like it's his grace that has allowed it. And, you know, I've walked with people who are going through really, really hard times and seasons. And, and honestly, like I've been through hard times and seasons too, where, you know, somehow it's like the enemy just comes in and robs us from being able to even give thanks 
Mm, like so true the situation is just so overwhelming or so devastating or so painful or so broken that like you're almost even numbed to the idea of like what do i even have to give thanks for like i i don't even have anything i can praise god about i don't even have anything and i just want to acknowledge like that's a reality i i've walked with people who have lost a loved one a spouse and i mean they're literally their whole world has just completely turned upside down they don't even know how they're going to get through the day let alone the next day let alone the next day like and and these things are just a part of our everyday we walk out devastating circumstances and yet there's a key actually is a key and there actually is a gift if we can bring again Christ into the recognition that he's with us in the midst of that pain like that we don't have to navigate that pain alone that we don't actually have to just tritely make up things to be thankful for oh god well i thank you for my coffee today or i thank you for my like we don't have to just in a superficial way pretend or make up things but that literally the god of heaven his very presence mm-hmm. is with us in that pain that he actually identifies with us in our suffering that he's actually making intercession for us like there are such keys about his character and nature that walk with us in the midst of that absolute brokenness and it's not like because we're walking that brokenness that he's left us that because we're walking this brokenness that you know we have nothing to praise him for no he's actually right with us in the pain in the fire and so sometimes it's to come right into the circumstance and into the pain not to like pretend it's not there but actually go right into it and actually thank god god i actually thank you that i'm feeling this deep grief because it shows how much i loved this person that i lost mm. god i thank you that actually all is not well in my physical body and i'm i'm waiting on you for healing because it's placing my dependency on you and not mm. in myself wow. like there's there's a constant space of perspective shifts in the midst of literally the things that are very very hard in our circumstance that thanksgiving praise gratitude can anchor us to something much much deeper than the circumstance that we don't have to be fake about it like we don't have to just be trite about it that we don't have to be like oh i'm so happy it's sunny outside today like because again like for you and me and i know i joked at the beginning of our podcast we love the sun so i can wake up and be like god i just love this and i'm so happy that it's sunny today and you know and that's great but what about on the day when i'm like really feeling so discouraged like i just can't seem to get the energy to go and do what I need to do that day like how do I come into that space and so it's to recognize wow God like I don't have it like I actually don't have what I need today but Mm. but I know you do Mm. thank you for being with me thank you for perfecting your strength in my weakness I give you my weakness I surrender my weakness I recognize my Mm. weakness my dependencies in you today thank you for being with me I don't have to walk this alone thank you for understanding thank you for praying for me for interceding for me like these are thank you for the body of Christ thank you for a friend that I can reach out to for prayer like the there are gifts 
everywhere in the midst, like true, true, true gifts, not just like having to enter into some sort of like, again, Mm. gratitude practice of like, I'm thankful for these three things. And again, I'm not, I'm not dismissing that. I know I keep, I keep referencing that, but I just, I feel like there is just this deeper, this deeper draw, this deeper anchor, this deeper space. But I love what you said too. There's the necessity for quietness. There's that we must actually take the time to quiet our spirits to dive into that, right? To Mm -hmm. dig into that, to experiencing Mm -hmm. that. Like we're not going to get it just in the busyness. We're also not going to find it in the complaining. We're not going to find it in the letting the circumstance be drain all of our energy and attention. There has to be a quietness and something deeper that we're anchoring into. And we have to do that. Not, I don't want to talk like two hours of silence. I'm talking like a a minute Mm -hmm. of just centering our minds on Christ, recognizing that he's there, thanking him that he is, and then moving forward in that strength, right? Mm-hmm. That is so yeah. good. Yeah, it's beautiful. Lord, I love that. The, the scripture comes to mind in Psalms, enter his courts with thanksgiving, and mm. his, enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. And even as you were talking, I know this is just a beautiful topic and a beautiful reminder, but I just feel like Thanksgiving and joy are so connected. They really are. You know, you, we really can't have joy. I, I really believe like this. Like joy is like almost the gift of that thank, comes yeah. out of thanks, right? That's, I think, the order. It's like you enter his gate with Thanksgiving and into his courts. And what is the courts? That's his presence. Mm. Like when you think of the Holy of Holies, mm-hmm. the courts, like mm-hmm. when you're in the king's court, you're like yeah. in with the king. Yeah. And I think I love yeah. that. Like you're not yeah. just on the outside, like, but you have to come yeah. through the gate. Yeah. And I think the bypassing is, and I don't think God wants us to go superficially. Like yeah. I think I love how you're saying that anchoring deeper, deeper, because we can really then come into a beautiful place of joy, yeah. joy that's not based. And once again, it's not happiness. It's joy is based not on circumstance. Yeah. You know, it's not at all. And so I just love, I think that's a whole other podcast about joy. But I do believe like what you're talking about today is exactly what God is kind of stirring. And don't be surprised if you're feeling this in your own life, because I can speak personally. If you're speaking, if you're really like, I really want to cultivate a spirit of Thanksgiving, you will have lots of things that will come up against your way to complain about because it will become a contested space for you. And I'm recognizing that right now. This year, I've been saying, I want this to be a year of joy and Thanksgiving. And I'm telling you, it's been a summer of anxiety, of just lots of stuff. The robbing of your joy. The robbing of my joy, robbing of even being thankful for going through something I don't like. So I just feel like it's exactly that. It's easy to just be like, well, I just want the outcome of joy. But God's like, no, will you choose a discipline of Thanksgiving? And from that, the fruit is joy. Like there's a fruit of the spirit that comes, beautiful fruits. But you've got to choose. You've got to choose to go through the gate of Thanksgiving Mm. and go deeper, like not just superficial. I love that you were talking about that. And uh, I just feel like this Mm. is really where God is speaking, I think, to a lot of us. And if you are facing a season where there's been lots of just stuff distracting or disturbing your spirit, just know that because it's meant to rob. So go with the opposite spirit. And what's the opposite spirit? Thanksgiving. It's always in the opposite spirit. What you're feeling, go in the opposite. And even if you don't feel it, faith is not a feeling. Confidence is not a feeling. Faith is in God. Our feeling can lead us astray our heart, but our spirit is saying, why so downcast on my soul? Put your hope in God. Like our spirit needs to speak to our flesh sometimes and be like, stop it. And this is what we're going to do. You may not feel it because your flesh is going wonky and going all over the place, but this is what we're going to do. And if you're going through a really difficult season, it could literally be like you're saying, Laurie, thank you that I have breath. Like 
honestly totally get like to you the don't very need base base that's it of what you need to get just to be thankful just be yeah. thankful and yeah. if you are yeah. just always settling for surface things go deeper yeah. ask the lord to bring you yeah. deeper but for some of you yeah. just the fact you can open your mouth and even say i'm thankful i have breath is a miracle in itself today. It is. So hear that, it feel it, that. lean into yep. it. Yeah, I know it's funny because over the course of the summer, my back was sore. Like I, sometimes my back will go out and it's usually a week or two. Like it's not, it's never really lingered. But over the course of the summer, for some reason, it just hung on. Like it was just aching all the time. And so I would go on my walks anyways, but sometimes I would have to walk really, really slow. But again, I was, I was trying to be very, very mindful to actually say to God, God, my back is really sore. Like I, I would love for you to heal it, but I thank you that I'm able to walk even just this slow. Like I'm thankful that my mm. legs are still allowing me, even with pain to walk to go on this walk to spend this time with you like it's like mm. just the shift of okay this is what I can't do and I can be frustrated about it and I was frustrated about it but there was also a part of me that's like what does it look like to embrace the limitation of this season mm. without yeah. actually being robbed right wow. without being robbed and that is just a mental shift interestingly enough too I was reading this book and this book was talking about relationships, but it was talking about it from a scientific perspective. This wasn't a biblical book or anything. It was talking about it just from science. And so we're talking about this from a faith-based perspective, from a biblical perspective of like how the scriptures encourage us and teach us to give thanks. But this from a scientific perspective was honestly actually saying the exact same thing. And it was just saying that, you know, whatever our minds focus on, becomes bigger and gross. And so it was saying in relationships with your friends, with your family, with your spouse, with your, you know, it, in important relationships in your life, if you choose to focus on what people are not doing, that's going to keep growing. Your, ba your brain is actually going to reinforce those actions. You're going to be looking for those actions. And those actions are going to keep increasing and increasing and increasing because what you focus on grows. And so it was just saying literally from a completely scientific perspective that couples that focus and look for and actually investigate in each other what they're doing right, look for what they're doing right, and then actually take the time to say to actually verbalize, hey, I saw that you did this. Thank you for doing this. I recognize you're working really hard in this. That actually what they're doing right grows because what they focus on grows. And those are the couples that, you know, make it. Those are the types of relationships that are healthy and strong and can build. So even just on a purely scientific level, like take all of faith and God and the Bible and scripture out, like this is so important for our flourishing and for our thriving. Just this type of mindset. And this is exactly what we're inviting you into today. Now, I loved that scripture that you just talked about, about entering into his gates with thanksgiving. I think that's a beautiful visual of even just as you wake up in the day, just to picture yourself going through a gate, going like stepping from one place to another, going through a precipice and actually going into it with thanksgiving, with a heart of thanksgiving and let the gift emerge inside of you. But the other part of it 
has to do with praise. So Rhonda, just talk to us a little bit about your worship leader. Talk to us a little bit about the power of even when we come together, like even in a corporate or a church environment, and we begin to sing together. We begin to offer praise up to God, despite our circumstances. Literally, the church is full of people carrying all kinds of different things. I mean, from major sin struggles to like major difficulties going on in their life to joys and successes to breakthroughs, like all of this happening. Like what is the power of coming together and praising regardless of what it is that we're going through? Well, I think first and most importantly, I think what it does is it makes us realize this is a part of heaven that we're experiencing on earth. Like anytime you look at heaven, it's like a little connected, a little piece. connected piece, like a glimpse. Cause when you look at any scriptures that identify heaven, what do you see? Lots of singing, lots of exaltation of God, like multitudes upon multitudes upon multitudes. It's not talk, nobody's name, but, but the, the name above all names, like nobody else is named. And I think it's a glimpse of heaven of just like, we are part of something bigger and everything just strips away. And I know in my own life when I've come in and I've, you know, we all face stuff just because we're pastors, we're people. And all of a sudden I just to say, okay, I'm letting go of that. It's like you kind of forget Mm. for a season and that's what it's meant to do it's meant to say like lay down something gets released from you Mm. that is supernatural and you're able to focus on something so much bigger but there is something when we do it together and i think that's the thing praise at home yes oh my gosh amazing but there is something corporately that is so moving and so impactful when we do it together and i think there is a portion that we've talked about it's be on earth as is in heaven Mm. i think there's this complete unification of something so much bigger than what we're seeing that we just become united to as soon as we start to praise because that is what heaven is it's an exaltation of god and the perfection and the beauty of god and we get united to that in that moment it's like something happens that that family that has already completely arrived into that world that we're waiting that we're still part of we get to in that moment be united and i i just love that i think that's a part of praise and praise is one of the greatest weapons prayer prayer and praise it is prayers through praise and it's when we exalt god lift him high it lifts us over circumstances and i know we say that very much trite but it's true when we say the name of jesus and exalt his name it's like everything diminishes in the light of christ and we realize okay this is a refocusing moment this is a bigger than me and my world this is a bigger thing because it's about him and he's the greatest. And I think that just seems very elementary when I'm saying it, but at the core, that's how simple it is. It's about him. And I think that's the focus. Every time we focus on him, he does something so beautiful. He, the gift is him. And then he gives these beautiful gifts when we focus on him. I mean, how generous is our God? Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. It's so cool. I think there's something so neat about singing together too, because there's actually this unity that Mm. comes even just from a physical place, Mm. right? We're all singing the same words. We're all breathing in the same cadence. We're all taking breath at the same time. Like there is like Mm. this like interconnectedness Mm. in the body, in the room that's taking place on a physical level, but then also on a spiritual level. And I think the other part that's so beautiful about it is that it also gives us the opportunity to lift up each other's burdens to the Lord, right? Like even as we sing, it's like we're singing, uh, we're lifting 
God up. We're praising him in our circumstance, but we're also praising him on behalf of Mm. everyone that we're there with Mm. together. Even if I don't know your name and I don't know your circumstance, there is this unity and connectedness that bonds us like nothing else. I mean, we can have the greatest differing of opinions on so many subjects. And yet when we sing together, there's just something collective that takes mm. place that's so powerful and so beautiful. So that's an important aspect of gratitude and thanksgiving. And so so today, honestly, in this conversation, we just encourage you to keep going a little bit deeper. If you don't already have a gratitude practice or just a gratitude, a, a thankfulness discipline in your life, I just encourage you to, to start your day there. And, and not yet. Yes, you can thank God for the things you have. Like, you know, some people are so grateful for their home and for their the, the, a roof over their head and for a car to drive or like for, for material, physical things, because those things help them to be able to do what they need to do in their life. But keep going even deeper mm-hmm. than just the material things, because I think there's a revelation and a gift in gratitude that goes like to such a deeper, more fundamental place of like the existence of who we are and the person that we are and the person that Christ is. And there's a revelation of who Christ is in the midst of gratitude that I think he wants to reveal to us. So keep just digging a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper each and every day to anchor yourself into an identity of being a thankful person. And then I promise you that over time, your mindset's going to start to shift about your work about the other people in your life, you're going to just see things differently than you did before. If you can anchor into this identity at the start of every single day and in the midst of your difficult circumstances, it's going to shift how you go through them, what God can do, and you'll be able to see the gifts that are all a part of the hard parts of your journey. Mm, So good. So we just want to say, we're thankful for you. We're thankful they're on this journey together. Like we even talked about praise or Thanksgiving that we get to do it together. We're all in this united by Christ. And so may you be blessed today and know that you're loved, you're seen. And the greatest thing to be thankful is that God is with you. God is with you. So have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day.